Hello and welcome to the Messy Studio, Mexico edition. I'm in San Miguel de Allende with Jerry McLaughlin. Hi, Jerry. Hi, Rebecca. <laughs> so, as many of you know, um, Jerry and I are business partners at Squeegee Press, as well as good friends. So, uh, we just finished teaching a workshop here, and it was really good, I would say. Yeah, I think it was great. It's really, it's always a pleasure to teach with you, and it's particularly enjoyable, I think, to teach here in San Miguel, where there's so much inspiration. Yeah, it was, and it was a great group, and um, so uh, we we have a few days here just to relax and enjoy the area. So um, we were thinking about what to talk about, and we came up with the topic of transitions and all aspects of transitions in our lives as artists. And um, we were thinking about transitions in uh, our lives, our personal lives, as relates to our artist lives, and the, the, also the stages that people go through as artists. And I think, I think we'll start with that. Yeah. When we were talking and sifting through topics, you know, this emerged as something that everybody goes through in their day-to-day life, but then it applies on so many levels to us as artists, and then it applies as well directly to our work. Right. Um, and, and of course, there's always that strong connection between your life and your art, ideally anyway. I think some issues arise when people don't see the connection, I suppose, when they feel that their art is a very separate thing that can come and go. And um, when things happen in their lives, that it, it does go, <laughs> you know, sometimes. And um, so it's... There's just as in your in your work and your themes in your work, the things you're interested in doing with your work that has has a continuity throughout your life. I think a commitment to art as a continuity, once you find that, is really important. Yeah. To to weather those things that happen, whether they're good or bad. Yeah, I I think that that transition of of really incorporating art into your life and your life into your art. Is, is important. It deepens your work and it makes it more connected to yourself and more connected to other people. And I think that's a very important transition. Another important transition I think you and I come across that is along that same spectrum is people transitioning to acknowledging that they are artists. Right. And that sometimes an interesting question that I've asked students and I know other instructors have as well is at what point did you start to think of yourself as an artist? It varies all over the place. Some people say from I was time I was five years old mm-hmm. <laughs> to yeah. um, you know last year or two months ago, even though they've been doing work. And yeah. it is it's a shift in perception of yourself that can come late in life. Yeah. But it's an important one, isn't it? When you when you say that that yeah. yes, that's what I am, and and even some people prefer. A more specific thing, like I'm an oil painter or something. Right. Like even that word artist, for people that are quite far along, can still be uncomfortable. Yeah, and, and I, 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 I find it interesting when I ask people, "Do you consider yourself an artist?" and they say no, or I don't know, and then I say, "Well, what defines an artist to you and other people?" And they can be fairly clear about that. Uh-huh. And then when I say, well, if you turn that and apply it to yourself, are those things true? Do you meet those same whatever right. criteria they are? 
And they'll say, yeah. And I say, well, why are you applying more stringent criteria to yourself than you apply to other people? We do that all the time. We do that all the time. But I think Absolutely. it's an important aspect to not let get in your way of transitioning yeah. into thinking yeah. of yourself as an artist. And once, once you own that term, I mean, it does shift your point of view of yourself. And, right. and you can be a little more comfortable uh, when people say, what do you do? Or, right. you know, what are you about? You can say that. Uh, and it's um, it's something that I think other people around you also may or may not have trouble acknowledging if right. you if you say that, and they're saying, well, "Wait, no, no, you're you know I've always known you as this or that, not artist. You know, right. what, what's this? Yeah. Well, <laughs> Where'd I, this come from?" I think it can go both ways because I think if you start saying you're an artist and calling yourself an artist. Mm -hmm. You're going to get a group of people who will start treating you the way they treat an artist. And that lets, that helps you own that. Right. But you may very well, among certain people, find the opposite, that they start to discount this idea of you as an artist. And that can be a very hard mm -hmm. thing to, yeah. to stand up to, especially a, if you're feeling vulnerable about calling yourself that. It's a new identity. And, right. And especially when that identity arrives somewhat later in life, it's <laughs> – that's really challenging, I yeah. think. Um yeah. And so there was a, a someone recently said to me in a workshop that she she felt like an imposter. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I think that whole imposter syndrome of everyone else in the room is an artist, but me right. does affect people. Absolutely. And so I guess in terms of, you know, back to the topic of transitions, if if you're struggling with that, you know, it, it's I think it takes some attention to yourself and what, where you're at to, to try to make that transition and, and look at yourself that way yeah. to in order to move forward and, and, and kind of shut down those voices that are saying, you know, oh, you can't say that. You can't claim that. You know, yeah. um, it's hard for people who don't have an education background in art and they don't have degrees and whatnot. I think people that have gone through art school um, maybe own the term a little bit easier and that's that kind of leads me to transitions in life too, because one that comes to mind that is difficult for artists is when they if they have gone to art school and they they come out of art school uh graduate school or undergraduate with this title mm -hmm. artist mm -hmm. you have a bfa or whatever yes. <laughs> okay <laughs> now you really have to do something nobody else is providing that for you right. and uh, up to that point you're part of a program and I, I know for sure this is really a hard time for a lot of people to make that change where it's part of your life. How are you going to work it? And what do you need? And we've done other podcasts about what you need, studios, et cetera. Um, we've done one recently about, uh, when you don't have a lot of money getting started, you know, how can you get going? But, more than anything, it's your identity, I would say. Yeah. And I think that, you know, there are some identities that come on us externally uh, that we don't have any particular control over. Where you were born controls your nationality, things like that. But being an artist and being a lot of different things in our life, those transitions, whether you went to art school or didn't go to art school, that transition is internal 100%. Mm -hmm. That... I, I don't think anyone who is a serious artist requires 
any specific thing of other artists other than they make art. Mm-hmm. But that is hard to do internally. And so I it's think that, that ID comes yeah. internally. And those all of those transitions, I think, when art come internally. Yeah. And, and all the time that you're holding on to that identity through the transitions, you have to filter out the things that challenge it or learn how to deal with them. Mm-hmm. And the one I was just mentioning, when you're in art school, art college, you you also have people criticizing you and people because it's part of their job they're you know shaping you as an artist i mm-hmm. suppose but when you leave and you don't have the positive surroundings that school can provide you know you may focus a lot on those criticisms and question yourself as you go through other transitions um so you have children that's kind of thinking about my own path i came out of graduate school and within a year had a baby and it's um you know that was a huge identity thing for me uh, that transition to mommy right. <laughs> mommy of baby <laughs> right. mm-hmm. and i know a lot of people listening can relate to that and somehow trying to hold on to well my priority as an artist not that i didn't have priority as a mother of course i did but I always wanted to hold on to this part of myself that I knew was going on long after the kids were grown up. I mean, this was me. This was my life. Yeah. And I didn't want to let go of it. Yeah. I, uh, when I look at, at people who are moving through particularly earlier stages of their art career, it's, it's amazing how much those kinds of, of ownerships of identity impact their work, their production, mm-hmm. all of those things that, is, yeah. that you have to, uh, when you become a mother, if you're going to stay a productive artist, then you have to incorporate that and mm-hmm. find a way through it. There are people who have a million other things pulling at them that may keep them from doing their art, but ultimately the ownership of being the artist is is that transition inside of mm-hmm. saying, this is who I am and this is what I'm going to do and yeah. and find a way through the competing things like being a mother or being a spouse or being mm-hmm. a whatever. It's that central core right. that no matter what you're going through, and it, like I said before, it could <clears> be good <throat> things and difficult things. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Oftentimes, I think when people enter a new relationship and a new um, person in their life that needs a lot of it, you know, you want to spend a lot of attention on your relationship. That's also really challenging, especially if the person isn't quite sure about what you're doing. And, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. um, and people can be spouses or partners or whoever it is can be. There's sort of a continuum. I mean, there are people that actively don't want you doing these things. Right. There are people who sort of passively say, oh, whatever, you know, if you got to do that, you got to do that. Right. <laughs> and at the very positive end, there are people who say, I-, I want you to do what you're doing. I support you. I'm, I'm very interested in your being happy and this is what you're doing to be happy or even if it's another artist, then there's another aspect to it of truly relating about what you're doing. Yeah. So, um, you know, and, and we can have relationships anywhere on that spectrum and, yeah. and it's issues to deal with or ending relationships, another huge traumatic thing people go through. And right. so 
I think it's interesting too to consider that because art and life are so intertwined, how do these things that you're going through, how do they affect your art? You know, I mean, they, yeah. they are part of you. And sometimes when I talk to students about their lives or what they're doing, there's not really a connection. You right. know, <laughs> they're saying they're interested in abstracted landscape or something, and then you find out they're in some traumatic situation or something, and it doesn't, it's not showing up in their landscapes. Yeah. It, it could. It could. I mean, it's not the topic that matters or the theme of their work. It's what they're putting into it. Right. I think that's that's a transition of of linking up your inner world with your outer world of art that I think all very, very good art contains is this, this really intimate, personal, vulnerable connection. And that doesn't mean that you're sharing every single emotion out on the surface. It just means that at least inside of you, there's that deep connection between you mm -hmm. and your painting that mm -hmm. incorporates all of your life into your painting. Yeah. The viewer may or may not realize the, the details of that, right. but I think they'll realize the depth of the work right. as you start to do that. You, you are in your work. Exactly. All and you. when you are working on your work, you feel the connection. Right. And I think that's, that's a step in being an artist. And yes. You and I were talking a little bit about the stages people go through. And the first one we kind of discussed is kind of uh, establishing that that commitment and identity. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, there's the stage of it can come before or after that, but learning to use the materials right. and, and becoming proficient at what you do and so that you have that ease of expression. Right. And then... Then there's the phase of bringing that together with what you want to say, yeah. who you are, yeah. and really making that personal connection. Yeah. I think at that point, your work is very strong if it's if you have that clear channel to yeah. to who you are and and letting those things in that happen to you yeah. in some way. Yeah. And like you say, it doesn't have to be obvious, but I've often heard people say they don't want that stuff if it's bad stuff like they're afraid to put it in there mm -hmm. they don't want to um they don't want to reveal that at all in any way and especially in abstraction um you know it, it can be only you who knows why that particular color or shape or mark is in there <laughs> right and i don't think it means like it if something bad happens in your life and you paint paintings that are colorful and light that doesn't mean you have to suddenly start painting these dark, heavy Not paintings. No. It just means you're bringing the depth of your experience into your colorful, light paintings. Right. It doesn't have to. Could make it um, it's somehow deeper. Just deep, and, yeah. yeah. Right. And that's another transition, I guess, as we go through our lives as artists is is learning how to do that. Yeah. And learning how to bring our full, our whole selves into the work. And it's not something that can be taught. I don't right. think no. we try. Right. <laughs> but it takes time. Yeah. And it takes uh, patience, I think. Yeah. I think what, for us, you know, we're teaching workshops. And I think one of the barriers that, that we see and that our, and our participants experience, especially when they say, you know, I'm trying to find my voice. And, and what we see is that there's a significant technical barrier. 
mm -hmm. that people are very often in this place where they're trying to forge this this transition into a more deep connection with their inside and their external expression, and they're reaching a barrier of technical facility. Right. Their their concepts or their ideas are ahead of what they can actually do. Right. And and you have to there's nothing you can do except practice and, and be patient for that to just eventually meld. Mm -hmm. uh, but it can be a frustrating place for people to be. Right. And you just in the workshop we just had, you talked about as a musician, you know, you have to practice your scales and right. you have to practice certain phrases of your work until you get them. Right. And I think many artists are running on emotion. They're running on all kinds of things that they want to express. Right. And they're, they're kind of pent up, really. They, they want to get this stuff out. And it's not that you, you know, you can't, you don't have to bottle it up or anything, but you have to know that it's, it is a matter of practice to get to that phase of your work right. where there's a free flow of who you are. And people often say, how do you, how do you keep your, how do you work that all together? You know, right. like as students in workshops will say, how can you have this concept while you're, you know, you're painting, you're working on your technical stuff. At the same time, this concept is part of it. And I find that very hard to explain really. It's, it's just a, it's a point of maturity as an artist that yeah. happens. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I find it hard to articulate that. Because it feels natural, but it certainly didn't always feel natural, and I, I do remember um, that. <laughs> and I, I think an analogy might be, and I, I think we often, at least I do when I'm teaching, I often go back to childhood. Uh -huh. And when you, when you first learn to write and you watch children write, it's very deliberate. They're having to really think about writing. Uh -huh. So for them to express their feelings in writing, it's just not going to be like that. But suddenly over just this slow, gradual process – you come out as a as an adolescent and you can just write what you feel because you've gone through that transition and the mechanics of writing can suddenly link up with the inner world and it just happens it you know happens. you're not you don't teach kids to do that it just emerges as you mature and grow and get mm -hmm. facility mm -hmm. with all those things i think the same right. thing happens no, in painting and nobody expects the first grader to write anything much <laughs> right and and, and but we, we as adults somehow expect that suddenly we can just force our way through this yeah. door of technical facility and expression and you walk out the other side like that mm -hmm. and i don't think it's like that i think it's an mm -hmm. emergence and i honestly don't think that that transition ever really happens because your style and, and everything changes constantly over the course of your entire lifetime mm -hmm. so that that facility and that expression i think probably for most people deepens every single year that they paint well, and, and you should keep challenging yourself. And if you, if everything gets so easy, then it's probably time to try something new yeah. because it's that tension of always wanting to learn and explore keeps you going. And your work can become stale if you're not challenging. Um, and that I think that's another, another transitional idea is that, is that idea as a mature artist to keep keep at it keep yeah. trying new things and new media too yeah. and um or keeping several interests going and then maybe for a while you shift into interest in a different um area like for myself sometimes i i get into printmaking for a little bit and mm -hmm. then i come back into oil painting and it's it, it's all very fresh then mm -hmm. and so 
so transitions in terms of being open to things, being open to change right. and welcoming it, I think. Yeah. I, and I was just I was thinking as you, as you were saying that, that what that requires is that you have an understanding of what your work is about mm-hmm. so that you can recognize when you're not feeling that challenge or when it's feeling rep- mm-hmm. repetitive or something. And, and I think that's a transition that you and I, you know, you and I ask participants all the time, what's your work about? What are you painting about? There's a transition where you suddenly start to have an understanding about what your work is about, not mm-hmm. just the emotion or whatever, but where do your sources come from? What are your expressive formal elements? Is it color? Is it texture? You start to understand those things. And I think those transitions where you they're intimate with you. So they change you as well. That's another transition. Because frequently we ask, pa- right. we ask people, and they're like, "Hmm, I don't really know." And you're like, "Well, then it's no wonder you're frustrated." Because you're and not- I think I think something you said there made me think too. Our art changes us all mm-hmm. the time, so mm-hmm. we learn a lot from our art. Yeah, and recognizing that sometimes your your work is leading you in an in a new way, mm-hmm. and and not just even technically, but conceptually. Absolutely, and um. So those, so when you look back at your work over the last years and you can see, well, in this phase, I was doing this. This was my interest. This was my focus. Um, in my own work, I could say there was a time when pretty literal landscape was, was what I was doing. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. fine, you know, and then, then it shifts and it changes. But I think there is that core meaning, that core idea of right. the, of uh, sort of a theme of your life that comes through and then you, you shift and change and grow. And I, I also notice how my influences from other artists change over the mm-hmm. years. Cause I, I remember certain people, certain artists that when I was much younger were fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. And it's not that they aren't interesting to me anymore, but they were something I needed at the time. There was something I was getting from those artists at the time that was feeding me. And, we don't need to cling to those things. We can just move on right? and not have to be loyal to something or other that we were doing 15 years ago or something. And we should move on. <laughs> yeah, you should move we on. should move on. I yeah. mean, there's a, a world of artists out there, and I don't think you're doing yourself or them a service mm-hmm. if you cling to those things for your entire yeah, career. Yeah. yeah, but I think sometimes those – those things become part of that earlier identity. Mm-hmm. And they say, well, I, I'm very interested in this particular school of art. I'm very, uh, let's just pick the Impressionists. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm very influenced by the Impressionists. And, and then the need to let go of that as maybe you're, you're led beyond whatever yeah. it was that interested you in the Impressionists. Not that there's anything wrong with the Impressionists, but it's just no. what's feeding you at the time mm-hmm. and not letting that become too much a part of your own identity. I think. Helps people free up and see yourself as fluid in well, a way. I, I think that that as an aspect of that, that fluidity, especially in the beginning, and I know we've been a little bit focused on the earlier aspects of our career, but that's a lot of the people that we encounter. We with a lot, yeah. Is the is the acceptance that you'll have a lot of false starts. You may think you are on the right <laughs> path with the right medium and the right formal elements and the right sources for your work. And then all of a sudden, you realize that that wasn't the case, and there's another transition, and that's that. I think you you 
meander yes. a little bit, and your meandering mm-hmm. is narrower and narrower as you explore, and those are all shifting transitions that ultimately get you to a more right. focused and, and you. To, to welcome those and yes, not be afraid of them absolutely. or say, oh, that's not what I had in mind. You know, Sometimes they, uh, those changes that happen in your work kind of announce themselves to you, and you <laughs> like may resist them, and then after a while you say, okay, I'm going with it. Yeah. It's calling me, yeah. and that's how you grow. Yeah. So we've we've had a pretty wide ranging conversation here. Yeah. <laughs> but I think the theme of change, um, responding to change as artists, all those things are important. And I think the less you can resist that change, the better. Just be open to it. Yeah. I think deeply incorporating transitions, external ones and internal ones, ultimately will make your work and your connection with your work much better and deeper. Yeah. Well, thanks, Jerry. It was Thank a good you, conversation. Rebecca. It's always good. <laughs> thanks, to everybody, talk. for listening. Well, that about wraps up this episode of The Messy Studio. You can find The Messy Studio on Facebook, as well as public profiles for both Rebecca Kroll and myself, Ross Tickner. Make sure to check out squeegeepress.com and www.rebeccacroll.com. And sign up for the email list to stay up to date on events, book signings, and openings. Please subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, or Stitcher, and leave us a rating and a review. Remember to share the show with friends and family and anyone who you think will enjoy it. Thanks for listening. We'll be back again next week with more art and entertainment. In the meantime, embrace your creative space, messy or otherwise.